What's up, everybody? Welcome into a very special interview edition of the Gridiron segment here at House Call Sports. I'm here with Joe and Rob. My name is Matt, but again, no one cares about us today, especially Joe and Rob. Really, nobody cares about them because we have a special guest in the building today. He is a wide receiver at Western Kentucky University, entering his junior season after a stellar sophomore season where he was on the 2022 Bolitnikoff Award watch list, as well as being on the 2022 All conference usa first team he started 14 games for western kentucky totaling 101 catches for 1295 yards and 11 touchdowns ranking fourth among all receivers in the nation in yards and seventh in the nation in touchdowns while also being the nation's king of yak leading the entire <laughs> nation in yards after catch with 975 and also being first in the nation in missed tackles forced as well with 40 long story short you can't tackle this man all right he is a 2023 preseason All-American as he prepares for his junior season at Western Kentucky. All that is to say, this man is one of the best wide receivers in the country. So without further ado, from Orange City, Florida, House Call fam, please give a warm welcome to Mr. Malachi Corley. Malachi, we appreciate you for joining us today, man. How's everything going? You stole like half my things I was going to say about him. All right, let's go ahead. Let's get going. Uh, I'm happy to be here. I'm excited to be here. Uh, I don't know how I'm supposed to follow up an intro like that. Good Lord. You're going to do your best, man, because you show it on the field, too. You you do what you do on that field, and, and, and we're excited to talk to you. So, But before we get into all that, okay, before we get into all this, uh, all this talk, we got with Malachi Corley today. I wanted to give a big shout out to one of our sponsors, and that is Fubo TV. Fubo TV is the world's only sport-focused live TV streaming service with top leagues and teams, plus popular shows, movies, and news for the entire household. There is no hidden fees. Go get a free trial. Browse available plans. I personally have used Fubo. I love you. You get tons of channels. You can watch tons of sports, NFL, college football, college baseball, regular season baseball, whatever you want to watch. And if you want to watch this dude, Malachi Corley, ball out on TV, I watched some Conference USA games last year on Fubo TV, okay? So be sure to hit the link in the description to go check that out so malachi i wanted to start this interview today with your start okay just a little bit of your upbringing and how you got into football kind of the start of your journey so tell us a little bit about your childhood and what got what got you into football okay so uh growing up in orange city florida uh it's really it's a lot of diversity and my family's always been an athletic family my mom played track my dad played football uh as far as I can grow up, my family's been extremely competitive, having a lot of cousins, a big family, cousins, and I grew up with uh, two other brothers. My sister also plays sports, so it was natural for me to grow up and want to get into these sports, and especially growing up, uh, you know, going knocking on kids' doors and asking them to come outside and play football, you know, asking their parents if they're allowed to come outside, playing in the streets barefooted. Uh, anything competitive, anything with a ball I was trying to get into. Uh, my entire life has been centered around sports. Anything, baseball, basketball, football, I played it all. Uh, I'd like to say I was pretty good at basketball myself, too. And I, um, <laughs> my first year playing baseball, I was pretty good at that as well. Uh, as far as I've known, I've always been a hardworking kid. And I've always wanted to be one of the best people. I never wanted to be the kid that wasn't good. You know, I always wanted to be the first kid to be picked up. So I always put that work ethic, work ethic in towards, towards it. And I always grinded to be good at basketball, baseball, football, all those sports. I, I'd like to say I put a lot of equal time into all those sports and honing my talents in all of those. I'm guessing that's probably why you're such a great athlete too. I know a lot of the best, the best athletes, you know, in, in all sports are ones who played multiple sports as a kid and, and kind of grew up and went through high school playing multiple sports. So is that what you did too? You played multiple sports all the way through high school? 
Oh, uh, absolutely. I play. I just play. I played baseball in middle school, and I was like, okay, this is a little slower speed. Like I, I was really into basketball <laughs> and football. You know, so I remember. I will never forget this this baseball game that made me say, I'm never playing this again. I was I was sitting in. I'm talking about. Uh, so this is when I'm in Kentucky. So all right, let me give you a little rundown of my story. So I stayed in Orange City, Florida, until I was in fourth grade. Uh, my sister came to Campbellsville, Kentucky. Came to Campbellsville University on a volleyball scholarship. Came to school, ended up getting pregnant. My mother moved up here with her, and I moved to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, with my my dad, me, and my brother. Uh, and from there on, we moved from there six months later up to Campbellsville, Kentucky, and I've been here ever since. Uh, so that's my story as far as that goes. Hang, I, I kind of ventured off. What was the initial question? <laughs> uh, what the the you you playing different sports as a kid, and then you were talking okay. about how you didn't okay. uh, you you kind of got away from baseball a little bit. Yeah. So baseball. So baseball. What made me say I didn't want to play. So it was. I'll never forget. We were in uh, Radcliffe, Kentucky, playing North Harden, and it was literally like 15 degrees outside. And I'm sitting in the outfield for. And, and mind you, I'm on the I'm on the B team because this is only my my second year playing. I'm on the B team. So I'm sitting in the outfield. It's 15 degrees, and our pitcher literally. I'm talking about. They hit 10 runs in one inning. So I'm sitting <laughs> in the outfield, freezing. 15 degrees. And I told my mom after that game, I said, Mom, I will never play this sport again. I'm giving my all to football and basketball from now on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah dude. It's it's hilarious you said that because I played some college baseball myself and I'm originally from Alaska. So I played like oh some of the coldest weather baseball games. Matt's dying yeah. on the inside. Matt's dying on the inside. You said you don't you want can, to do baseball you, you, anymore. <laughs> well, I'm not, you know, because I can, because the reason why you quit baseball, I almost quit baseball a thousand times from that exact same story. So I, I'd be sitting in the outfield, you know. I I played some games where it was it was negative ten outside, negative ten degrees outside, and there's literally ice in the outfield and the ball's skipping off the off the ice when you hit it. So yeah, I get that. I get that a hundred percent. I almost quit baseball about a million times. But uh, another question I want to ask you, man. Obviously, you talked about it a little bit with with your mom and your dad and your sister, kind of your situation. So obviously, it takes so many people to help get an athlete to just, you know, just the college level, let alone an elite level in college, let alone the NFL, which it seems like you will be there very soon. So give me a couple people in your life who had the most impact on you and your journey so far. Absolutely. I say I always will say that it takes my mom always says that it takes a village to raise a child. And I honestly believe that because with uh, my dad hasn't been the most stationary piece in my life my mom has been a big figure in, in my life and i do most of everything i do for my mom uh my brother both of my brothers and my sister i'm the youngest of four uh so i was the baby and i got to see everybody else uh mistakes and the things that they did growing up and things so uh having my family always being supportive of me and pushing me towards especially being the youngest you know they always want to come see a little brother play and stuff like that they always push me uh, towards being to where i am right now and another shout out i want to give to my trainer uh his name is Chris Vaughn out of Louisville. He works at Aspirations Gym. He's one of the he's the best trainer that I know. And I even when I go to my draft process at the end of the season, that is the trainer I'm going to go to. And he's been he's been a father figure and instrumental piece into my life. Uh, another coach I had in basketball, his name was Anthony Epps. He won. He was the point guard for the 1995 UK National Championship team. Uh, he was my high school basketball coach and he also uh, played football and stuff. And, you know, he's been played at that higher level of athletics. So he would always push me and would always uh, want me to be a leader and stand out and those type of ways. So having people along the journey like that and I can't even trust me, there's been I even would say there'd be hundreds of people that have helped me along this process. So I can't really point out anyone specifically, but this has not been a solo journey of having friends and family and staff, especially moving from somewhere like Orange City, Florida, that's 
uh, so much, so diverse in as far as being, it's my, where I'm from is black and Puerto Rican. That's as plain and white as I can say. And coming from there to Campbellsville, Kentucky, I got the complete opposite end of the spectrum, you know, <laughs> the complete opposite end of the spectrum. So just um, coming to a community like this and everyone reached their hand out to me in the school system and around town. And even when I come back here, this is where I'm, I'm in Campbellsville right now. Even when I come back here, I can be working out on the field or, you know, just going to get some food and people will call out my name, you know, take pictures with people all around here. It has been a, a process and a part, I like to say that a part of the process and a part of the journey has been me wanting to leave a legacy for myself, my family and for the city of Campbellsville, honestly. That's awesome. That's awesome. I love all that. Yeah. Like you said, the, it's crazy how sports can take you, you know, so many different places. And like you said, you've moved around so much that you've been, you know, in so many different diverse communities. And that's kind of what I experienced as well. When I played sports, like I was playing with dudes from Australia, from Europe, from Canada, from just all, all you know, Puerto Rico, Venezuela, you know, playing with all sorts of, you know, people from different places. So that's a that's a beautiful thing about sports, man. It, it, it brings people together and it, it looks like it's done that for you, too. So uh, I'll go to Rob, man. Rob, what kind of what kind of questions did you? Uh, you got for uh for malachi first off um if you haven't already and you want to really support this man uh which i'm already doing he probably hasn't even noticed i didn't even notice i didn't so, even notice so, so, oh this show, so <laughs> there there you go go to the link that's in his instagram or wherever Absolutely. social media has and guys this is like some nice quality stuff i didn't expect that i was like god man yeah. this feels better than our our merch but um, <laughs> real quick, real quick. The link is fanarc.com backslash collections backslash Malachi dash. It will be in the description. The it will be in, it will the, be in the description. description. I promise Thank you that. You. So I have had many conversations with you. And one, I, one of the biggest things I draw from it is the fact that you have remained extremely humble being Absolutely. that you abuse the hell out of um, defenders on uh, give every given with Saturday, Sunday, wherever you, day you may play. So this man makes Madden, Madden plays look like he plays on rookie. Um, if I'm the Patriots, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm emailing, I'm Skyping, and I'm snap-facing, as Belichick may say. <laughs> the scout scouting department for the Patriots, I'm drafting this guy. Um, Coach Steph Brown, uh, I don't know how much are you affiliated with him. He is uh, – alumni wku um he compared mm -hmm. you in our last episode where we interviewed him in my opinion one of the best receivers in the country play at my school right now malachi corley mm -hmm. played the country in yards as a kid last year write that down we'll be year. watching that we watching that name you'll, looking for that one to come here about him soon i promise you that i promise you all right i'm gonna we'll keep, we'll keep an eye out for that guy <laughs> <laughs> for sure like, that, for that's sure. a star on the paper right there coach steph the brown deal, said so I'm yeah, that. I'm signing that because he went to my school. He works hard, and you, when you look at like, when, I know y'all go check your film out. Look at him. He puts you in the mind of Debo Samuel. Mm. Dude, that's who he is. Bro, now you're giving me hope. Now you're giving me hope. Yeah. Yeah. Patriots man, fan, if, like, if dude, Debo Samuel. There we it is. Please, God. Guys got to get some love too, man. Yeah. Which got? It's like you guys. Maybe this just is a WKU thing. You both are, it seems to be cut from the same cloth, very humble, very just like the eth work ethic is just crazy. He compared you to Debo Samuel. And I know you want, you're trying to make your own name, but what do you, what do you think about that comparison? Uh, Debo, he's a, he's a unicorn. You don't see many people have played like him, which is how I like to view myself in the same manner. Uh, he's a big physical, uh, dominant receiver who likes to run after.
after the catch, and that's exactly what I do. I wouldn't necessarily say that I model my game after him, but he's a big influence to how, how I played. Uh, he's the only person I look up and say him and like people like Percy Harvin, who are physical receivers who like have the size and the strength and able to run, play like a running back, but move like a receiver. That's how I like my, honestly, that's how I want my game to be known as he's a running back in the receiver's body. I'm perfectly fine with being labeled as that. And I think that Debo is the most versatile player in the NFL as far as being able to take jet tosses, get the ball in the backfield, still catch deep balls down the field. He does everything everyone else can do, but he also can run the ball. And, and I'm going to be completely honest with you. Like, there's some, some plays. What, I think it, what was it, the university called? It was called Austin PA. I don't know if I'm saying that university. Austin, Austin, P. Austin P. Uh, Yeah. Oh, my God. So, he – you caught the football in the flat. I think it was on it was on the eleven yard line. You juked a couple defenders and completely this guy's helmet. I feel sorry for this guy. You're not a, you're not a, a against embracing contact. And then FIU, like just some of the plays that I saw, you are a home run threat every time you touch the football. It's just insane. Just just watching you. And then you bring up Percy Harvin. I can see it. I can completely see it. Um, mm-hmm. I. I love your, I love everything about your game. But um, so you're from Orange City, Florida. Why yes, WKU? Uh, so I played. I'm from Orange City, Florida. I played all of my sports uh, from middle school on in Campbellsville, Kentucky. So this is where, this is where I've been. Uh, honestly, I only had ten Division One offers coming out of high school. Nine were FCS. Uh, so Western Kentucky was my only FBS offer. And I went to a 1A school in Campbellsville, Kentucky. By no stroke of the imagination was our competition elite level or anything like that. But I, I played with 19 people on my regional championship team my sophomore year. So if that tells you anything about my school, uh, 250 kids in my entire school. It was real small town football. So. Wow. <laughs> yeah, real small town football. Uh, but I mm-hmm. tell people all the time that it doesn't really matter who you're playing against. If you can play, you can play. Uh but at, as far as choosing Western, uh, when I went on my visit to Western, my mom told me as soon as soon as we left the visit, she said, "Kai, this is your home. This is the place for you." And from and my mom is my mom is extremely faithful, and uh, my mom is a minister in her own right. So you know, in that decision, me and her made that decision, and I've lived with it. And even in my even in the uh, times that it was you know harder and stuff like this, I always knew that Western would be my home and is the place that I grow out and be and be able to excel at at the most even after the season when you know when schools other schools come calling and you know they want you to come play for them da, da, da. western for me western is my home and if those schools weren't interested in me before i got to the point that i'm at now i don't want to be i don't need them right now you know i'm <laughs> i can do it i can do it from western i don't need to go anywhere else speak on it man i love your loyalty man that's awesome so like not you're talking about western it just seems like that's something that I, I don't know. I, I I got a feeling we're gonna interview somebody from Western Kentucky University at one point in time in the future. And I I you you guys have set the the table for what we expect from this point. I'm just letting you know. But um, what do you want your legacy at WKU or football in general to be? Well, I want to be remembered as a person who is not only a, a great athlete but a great person. Uh, I want to be able to impact the people around me, especially the young people. I know that in this in the time that we live in nowadays that a lot of people go through um issues with mental health and just and also having people who believe in them you know and i want to kind of be a voice for us even when i come back to campus i work out with kids and the middle schoolers and the high schoolers like that's all those are the only people i work out with when i come home uh i want to be able to show them that hey even though you come from Campbellsville, which I, and mind you i was the only person 
bro, I was the first person from my school to ever sign a, a national letter of intent to play Division One football. So this, and I'm not wow. even from here, and I'm not even from here. So kids, they didn't get an opportunity to see that, and they see me, and they see that they can get there, and I want to be able to tell them, like, you can get there. It just takes a lot of hard work because in this city, if you if you all have been around Camelsville, my mom calls this place a city where dreams die. She said that people don't have a lot of <laughs> she said people don't have a lot of motivation around here, and it's evident in the people that have came in here and the, the amount of talent that's been in this area that has not been fulfilled because of whatever it may have been. I want to tell these little kids that y'all have an opportunity to do this stuff and that y'all can really do it. But as far as being at Western, I just want to leave that legacy. Also, I want to be the greatest player that's ever played there, greatest receiver for sure. But when people are, think of Western, oh, that's where Malachi Corley played, you know, all that's that's what I want to be remembered mm. as. And that and in that community, that's why I do so much of the um, the uh, community outreach stuff that I do up in Bowling Green all the uh, like the hilltop or climb organization that we go out into the boys and girls club and help with those type of, i want to help all those type of kids because at one point me my mom would tell you we've we've slept under bridges we've been homeless all that so i've been at the bottom and you know i've worked my way up the same way that my mom has i want to be able to instill some values in these kids and show you that you don't have to be a rapper you don't got to do you don't got to get money in a legal way or nothing like that you can do it through books and through school and be an intelligent black person or an intelligent young young you know uh student or be a good father, be a good parent, all those type of things. I want to be remembered for a lot of things outside of football, 100%. I, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, the conversations, I'm not even joking, have made me the biggest fan of you. And that's kind of what we're doing at the House Call Sports. We obviously promote other sports. And uh, Coach Steph, like, he, he really humbled us a little bit, saying that he, like, researched into all our stuff. He sees that we did. We do UFC here. We do MLB. And we got, like, 27 people part of this. But, like, what we're trying to do over here is, is put – people or players or individual stories out there and put it in the bet the like the most positive light because when you look Absolutely. at other uh sports media outlet outlets it just seems like they're trying to do completely the opposite that's why i really was like looking forward to this but um i you're gonna be the future of just football in general i i love what what you do i love the you you do you you align a lot with what coach steph brown does with he's the community outreach and all that. I, I, I love it. But, um, so besides being a human joystick, um, and the fact that you're just <laughs> a complete problem and, and you've accomplished so much on a- and off the field, what have you worked on this off season? Like what, what have you, I guess, sharpened in your craft to be just take that next step. Okay. Uh, for this off season, the big emphasis with me has been, so, People automatically assume because I have so much yak and that I didn't get a lot and put a lot of on film of me catching deep balls and stuff like that. People automatically assume that I can't run routes and I'm like I said, just a running back who. Oh runs no, you can. Oh no, you can. Yeah. I've seen. I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah. Good luck. <laughs> but people, people have that conception about me, and I understand. And I understand the misconception is because I had 975 yards of yak and I only had 1,300 total yards. I understand that conception about me. So this, the point of emphasis for this offseason was uh, just. Honestly, getting into running deeper routes, running digs, running outs, uh, post corners and tracking balls over my shoulder. And a big emphasis for me was also punt return because I didn't put any return on film in one of my years so far in college. Uh, I've been having we had my punter, Tom, he's from Australia as well. Uh, he's been kicking punts to me over this offseason. I'm honestly trying to be I think receiver stuff comes second nature to me. The punt return stuff is something that I really need to grow on a lot more. Uh 
but outside of the punt return, I think the big emphasis was just uh, getting out of getting in and out of breaks, like curls and comebacks more so because I don't get to run those a lot, especially being in the slot. I don't get to run a lot of curls and comebacks. Uh, so focusing on those, uh, getting out of breaks as efficiently as possible, no false steps out of the break. And outside of that, uh, the, the work will speak for itself. Uh, it's been a long journey, and I, I'd like to think that I've perfected a lot of these. I just have to put them on tape. And I'm going to be completely honest with you. Belichick, if you're watching this episode, you see what he, he's versatile. He's versatile. He can do anything. I'm just to make sure I email them this video and that he sees what you can do. 43rd, 43rd is where they put you, I think, on that list. Yeah, that's mm -hmm. uh, that's a bit. You just why would you put a chip on this man's shoulder as as if he <laughs> no, actually, you know what? Thank you for doing that, because just I want this to be seen. I want this guy to be to show what he can do. Um, I look, man, you answered all my questions. You got anything, Joe? I mean, of course I got something, man. I haven't been able to talk this whole time. You and Matt have been dominating the conversation. I want to get in on this interview too, man. That's why I'm here. But now, Malachi, the only the only game I got that I, I really I'm not happy about from last season is you guys managed to lose to Indiana, man. Like, geez, I fucking hate the Hoosiers, bro. I'm a boiler, bro. Like, you gotta help me out, man. I want the Hoosiers to lose every game, but. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I, uh, your story resonates with me, like, at a whole nother level. You know, I went to school in a small town. I had, a, you know, 60 people were in my graduating class. You know, Dang. we played a 1A school, bro. Like, I, I was on a football team there, too. And, you know, the fact, I think the best year we had was my freshman year. We went to state undefeated, everything like that. Mm -hmm. and it's just like, crazy to see the amount of talent that was on that team that, you know, didn't get an opportunity. We had one of our guys who got a full ride to go to Indiana uh, as a running back and ended up not living up to that you know, doing that sort of stuff, had to go to wrestling because he couldn't put on weight because they didn't want to give him the chance. But, I mean, yes. just the fact you stuck with it, man, and did everything, that is incredible. But I do have some questions for you, man. I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't. So <laughs> I, I'm going to ask you a question because your your stats, your tape, everything says that you could have came out in this draft and been, you know, one of these first round guys. So I want to ask you how you felt you compared to this year's draft class, man, because in all honesty, everything on tape being a Blitnikoff finalist and all the stuff you did. Absolutely problem. incredible. Problem. Absolute That's problem. You, just, you shouldn't be called Yak King, just problem. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's hard not to envision, man, especially I mean, like, cause I'm looking at your, the year before this one, you, you absolutely demolished it. Then this year you, 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 took it to an even higher heights there, man. So I, I got to know, dude, how you, how you viewed yourself and what made you think to come back for a junior year instead of uh, trying to get out in for the draft, you know, in your sophomore. Uh, honestly, it's just a, for me, it was uh, trusting in God and knowing that he had a plan for me. I know that. And I felt that if I would have tried to advance that plan faster than it was supposed to come about, I would have crumbled it all uh, trying to be greedy and trying to, you know, gets you know, everything, everyone has to be patient. And I've learned a lot of patience in my process, even from going from, middle school and high school to now, uh, even in high school, not getting the offers you want, all that stuff. I literally told myself, like, I've already been in college, like, for this amount of time. Like, I don't have to rush myself out of here. When I'm ready, I'll get out of here. My mom literally told me, she said, I was number 23 my freshman year of high school, she said. And she said that she's seen in her, in a vision, she said she's seen it clear as day. She said, I seen that God told me in the year 2023 would be your year. She said, and I, and I trusted her. And the day she told me that, all the, ideas about going to the draft were done at that point uh i just knew that western was a place for me and that if i could put one more year on tape that i could really put myself in a position to be a, a day one draft pick i didn't want to be a day three or day four or a day, a day two and be a third round or uh, fourth round pick i want to be a day one and with my quarterback my quarterback coming back was a big influence in that of course and 
having a, a staff that I know is going to give me the ball and give me the opportunity to, to grow here. Um, I've been this. The people that have recruited me are still the same people at the school. Uh, so, you know, they put a lot of time and effort and energy into me. And I kind of want to pay that favor back. And also leaving the legacy was the most important thing to me. Uh, I left the legacy at Camelsville and, I, and Western to me is the same thing as Camelsville, in my opinion. Uh, so I wanted to leave a legacy there as well and be remembered for something more than just being a good football player. You know, I want to be a face around campus and I want to be a staple of the community and things like that. Uh, so the, ultimately, those are my decisions of why to stay and not to come out this year. Hey, man, that, that's a hell of a reason to stay. And you're definitely on your way to doing all those things you want to do, man. And absolutely, patience is a, you're patiently absolutely destroying every cornerback that lines up against you. And that's all I got to say about it. But so I'm looking at your guys' 2023 schedule, man. You got some you got some tough games here. You got some good games here. I'll see the Ohio State game here. I absolutely hope that you demolish every Buckeyes cornerback you go up against because it's circled. It's circled on that. It's circled. They're they're going to be if there's tape that's going to be put on of you, it's going to be that game, man. And I will be watching that game guaranteed. I'll be wearing one of my Malachi Corley t-shirts. I'm gonna order right after this interview is done. I'm, I'm gonna need a there. jersey. I'm gonna need a Bro, jersey. I'm gonna, I might I, just I, give I, 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 I might just give my get a helmet for my, I'm, my Malachi jersey. I'll I'm, sit there. I'm going to be completely honest with you. TV, just bro. listening to your – just how you conduct yourself, I'm like – I love this. And and there was a, there was another receiver that, like, really kind of embodied what you're doing. His name was Julian Edelman. Guy was really just all heart. For, I'm, we're, if you haven't seen that logo right here. But – um. <laughs> Big Patriots fan there, if you haven't guessed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you're from Florida. You probably like the Dolphins, right? Oof. Uh, the Dolphins, Tampa Bay, or the Jags for me. Tampa Bay or the Jags for me because I'm, I'm more central. I'm central North Florida. I will. I will pitch this to you. They haven't won a Super Bowl in like ever. So or, or Maybe 19, I, was it nineteen? Hey, hey, if you want to do a legacy, man, what's better than bringing a championship to Duval, right? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Stop it! I'm trying listen, to Listen, if y'all understand one thing about me, is that like <laughs> even if I play basketball, I don't never want to pick up the best players on the on. I don't never pick up the best players on my team, like. Uh, you hear the Jimmy Butler stories about, you know, picking up the running with the threes and beating the first team. Like I, in high school basketball, I used to do that all the time. And when we do like, uh, if we do seven on seven and stuff during practice stuff, I'm never going to pick up the starters on my team. Like I like to be, I don't have to be the focal point of the team, but I want to get the best out of everyone because sometimes it just takes people just need a push to get to where they need to be. Sometimes they, they need to hear that voice and somebody to tell them like, Bro, you can do you can do this, you know, and you're not giving it. I, I try to get everything out of everyone around me. Uh, that's why I feel like I've become I've become at one point. I don't think I was a great leader. I feel like I was more focused on myself. But in my process of being at Western, I realized that in, in order to be a great leader, you have to be a great follower as well. And you have to be able to help people and put them in positions. But you also have to be able to listen to people and, you know, accept their information and opinions as well. That's life lessons that a lot of people don't get, man. You're blessed to be able to learn that, you know, at this stage in your your career and as a person, mm -hmm. because a lot of people don't understand that sometimes it's not just about you. It's about the people around you, lifting people up and Absolutely. putting them in the best Absolutely. situation to succeed, man. But you Absolutely. done said you had the Ohio State game circled on that calendar. I was going to ask you what, what was the most uh, the game you're looking forward to for the 2023 season, but I think we answered that question. It's the Ohio State oh. game. <laughs> Ohio State is that is that one for me just because um in that uh 2021 year of Bailey Zappi we played against Michigan State you know we got that that uh that uh Power Five conference game and then this past season Auburn and then Ohio State that's the icing on the cake you know uh Marvin Harrison and Mecca you know they're on the same team and the eyes are gonna be on them automatically uh I just want to take over I I'm not gonna say I want to 
I know I've already put this out into the air. I know that I'm going to take over that stage. And at the end of the game, it's going to be like, who is this kid? <laughs> like, who was this kid? That bro, was don't, don't worry. We'll be running problem. you a hype tape, bro. We'll be having you a hype <laughs> tape by that time. There are people going yeah. to know. Don't let, don't let me edit something, man. <laughs> yeah, people are going to know. But, I Absolutely. mean, man, everything you've said, you, you're you're a great person. You're a great athlete. Everything you're doing for the community is absolutely amazing. You know, and you like you said, you came humble beginnings, everything like that. But everybody has that one football player they they saw that got them into the sport, you know. And I just want to know when you were a kid, your first time you seeing football, who was the player that got you into wanting to be, you know, a football player? If you re if you really want to know that whole all right, so that whole Florida Tim Tebow team. That oh. team, that that's Chris, a 30 Chris, for 30 coming, bro. Listen, that team's Chris coming. Rainey, that's a 30 for 30 coming, Chris bro. Rainey, yeah. Chris, uh, Chris Rainey. So Jeff Dempsey is actually my cousin. Jeff Dempsey that I played on that team is my cousin. Uh, Chris Rainey uh, was on that team. Uh, that whole team with Hernandez, Raleigh Cooper, that team got me into football. Uh, that we, when playing NCAA 08 and uh, 09 and 07, all those, that's what got me into all this. Uh, but there was never really one specific player because if you want me to be honest, I've never been. My brother will even tell you this. My brother's always been a fanatic, but I've never been one to watch sports. I used to, I play I like I'll play the video game and stuff. Uh, I like watching highlights personally. I'm a highlights person. I, I I've never been one to just sit there and watch sports. Uh, I love watching people work though. So if I'm gonna if I ever do watch someone work, uh, I'm gonna really indulge into their film and stuff. But not as a not, I'm not gonna watch the organization. I'm more I'm gonna indulge into one player specifically. But someone who has really brought a light into to me that I thought was extremely good with a really good work ethic was obviously Percy Harvin because uh, he played on those Florida teams as well. And him being a speed demon and uh, having so much yak and being on punt return and kick return and being so versatile. Oh, hold on. I know who got – no, 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 no. No, I just thought – it just rung a bell just now. Tavon Austin. I remember watching his high school Ooh. tape. I remember watching that – Tavon Austin, tape. man. Yes. Wow. That yes. dude's tape that, is wild. Oh, that just wild. Yeah, that just rung a bell for me. Hey, neighbor. <laughs> yeah, that just – that just rung a bell. That just rung a bell for me. Tavon Austin, that high school tape. I remember watching that. I said – Oh, I gotta, I gotta get my game like his. <laughs> I gotta get to that level. Yeah, Tavon for Austin. sure. That's a that Tavon Austin tape is like a core like childhood memory of mine. Like when it was him and Geno Smith on Western Western mm -hmm. Virginia or on West Virginia. Like that was like core childhood memories Absolutely. right there. Those, those two on the same team. What do you go for six hundred in one game? Like Man. watching him do that, I'm like, there is nothing this kid can't. There's nothing he can't do. Nothing he can't do. He can run it. He can. He can. He he was he passed the ball. He run pass catch punt return kick return. It don't matter. I want to be being a Swiss Army knife is something that I've always wanted to be. Never to be a one dimensional player. I always been able, I always wanted to be able to do everything. You know who likes no Swiss Army it. knives? You know who likes Swiss Army knives? You. Okay. <laughs> Man, Rob, you're acting like you're acting like I'm, Malachi has a choice of where he goes I'm, to play like, uh, yeah. NFL football. All right, I'm, 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 sending the, I'm sending the emails after this episode. <laughs> We're putting it out there, man. Okay. We're putting it in the universe, it, Matt. Let us in, uh, our I'm sipping the haterade and let me do my recruitment. I'm not hating. I want him to be on the Patriots too. Shit. Uh, it's not really it's not really up to us, you know. <laughs> Um, but I wanted to I wanted to piggyback off some off some stuff that we'd already talked about. So you talked about a few of your goals for this upcoming season. Um, and like we mentioned, obviously you're you know nation's yak king. We talked about that a little bit. You know he a beast after the catch. Um, but I want you to give me one goal that you have for yourself this season, and I want you to give me one goal that you have for your team this season. Uh, I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna start with my team goal first. Uh, for my team, 
I've never won a championship. <laughs> I've never, I mean, I won a regional championship, but I've never won a championship championship. You know, uh, in 2021, we got to that championship uh, and lost the UTSA. We lost, I've lost the UTSA three times, mind you. <laughs> but, mm-hmm. and they're all, and none of them were by over a touchdown. And uh, for our team, I just want to be able to take us to a championship. Uh, that That's going to be a part of the legacy. You know, uh, someone who, someone, a great player is remembered, but a, a winner is always remembered, you know, mm. uh, and bringing a bringing a championship to Western would be a great experience. And it, we haven't had one in so long, you know, and I think it'd be a great and it, the story that I have. I think it'd be a great story for me to win a championship there ended off with a championship. Uh, but for me personally, you know, I just want to I want a triple crown it this year. Personally, I, I want a triple crown. And, and I listen, I feel like I didn't get if you look at the tape and watch the whole tape. Every time we get into the red zone, which is something that we talked about in the postseason, uh, every time that we got into the red zone, I was always off the field. A lot of a lot of players got a lot of uh, a lot of players got a lot of touchdowns. Like Jared Stearns, that uh, 2021 year, where he had 20 touchdowns that year. Jared got a lot of touchdowns in the in red zone off from slants, uh, you know, corner routes, run, running screens down there. He got a lot of touchdowns in that matter. And this year, I feel like my touchdowns was something that really lacked for me this year. Uh, and I can't always just run for a dang. 60 50 yards every time i score a touchdown you know sometimes you got to get some easy ones in there during the yes, season you can. too yes you can yeah, absolutely. I, I, I like how uh, you're sitting there saying oh my touchdowns really lacked this year you were tied seventh in the nation my guy you had 11 <laughs> my touchdowns really lacked this year what are you 900 about, plus bro? 900 plus yards after you're the catch absolute, yeah you're, yeah, you're, you're, you're definitely lacking a guaranteed man. Like, tub, bro. <laughs> so you're almost a guaranteed tub. Hey, well, they were lacking look at this oh man anime over over nine thousand. <laughs> gonna, you just want when they ask him how many yards you want to get all of them <laughs> <laughs> all of them 100% uh, but yeah triple crowning it would be the dream or uh, would be the goal for this year uh, I think that I well I know I can do it I have the quarterback coming back uh, we could honestly me and him together could lead a, a story tell season for us as well so um, he's all bought in for it um, we have a great old line I think that it can really come to fruition uh, like I say, God, every day I say, God willing, he keeps my knees healthy. I'll, I'll keep running. <laughs> keeps my knees healthy. I, I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, that's a, a I, I love those goals. Obviously, like you said, you know, being a winner in, in any sport is going to be remembered at the end of the day. They're, they, they, the, the, the guys who are most remembered in any sport are the guys who win championships. So I love Absolutely. that. I love that team goal as well. And then obviously, yeah, that being the being the number one receiver at everything like that's going to be a you, you will get the Belenikoff. You do all that. That's that. I, I love that. So. Uh, I'm, I'm excited looking and forward a to see what you can... Go for it. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say a Belintikoff from the Belintikoff from a group of five is like, mm-hmm. that's that's some that's some shit right there. Uh, oh yeah, that's different. Yeah. That's, that's different, different right there. I wanna, so I want to, and even if not winning it, I want to be at that. I want to be in that sitting there in that uh, ceremony, be as one of the best receivers in the country. Even if I am, I want the world to know it, not just you know. A couple people here and there know it or you know if you know you know i don't want to be on that basis i want right. to right you know them. you know you know them. yeah not the yeah. you don't want to be the real ones no you want to be everybody knows malachi everybody's name and he's well, in don't the, worry. In, We're gonna in, do our for sure day one pick <laughs> just, just understand do part, that i man. do i do mock drafts on my page and then all like 10 15 mock drafts are gonna be okay malachi first pick malachi first pick <laughs> i'm just gonna completely ignore everybody else and draft you first every time <laughs> 
the minute you the minute the word comes out that you have you have uh, declared for the NFL draft, we are going to start running our mocks, and every pick's going to be Malachi Corley. That's what it's going to be from there you're, on. You're gonna be, we're going to make sure everybody kicker. knows Malachi kicker, Corley. Malachi Corley, punter, Malachi quarterback. It don't matter, man. You can play in center, guard. T- I don't give a shit. I'm gonna find a play. That's what's up. That, that's what's up. Yeah, but we. I'm going to go to something else. I've got a few more questions for you, uh, Malachi. So you talked about it a little bit earlier with your upbringing, how you were, you know, from a super small town. You know, obviously, uh, I I saw on your uh, I saw on your 24 seven sports page, two star recruit coming out of high school. So obviously, you know, two star recruit is still of a hell hell of a lot better than a lot of kids out there. But yeah, I doubt absolutely. that's what you thought that you were going to be coming out of high school. So is that something mm-hmm. that you still look at and use for motivation, or is that something that's just in the past and you're just working day to day now? Oh no! Even even in high school, when I was a, when I was the two stars by my name and stuff, but I used to literally go against the kids in the state that were four stars and stuff, and kick their ass. Like so so right. like uh, we train and I one on one and stuff, and I give them work. So at that point, I was like the number the all the stars and the offers. It's politics more than anything. So I really just let that go to the back of my head. The same thing with. Nowadays, I already know that I go to a group of five, sir. I'm going to get snubbed for awards. Uh, you're not going to get the same limelight that other people get. It's just it's just the card that you're dealt. Uh, you know, you can't do anything about it. All I can do is all I can do is put my head down and work. Uh, as long as I'm as long as I'm as good as I can be, I have no worries that when it's all said and done, that it'll all come to fruition. Uh, there, as far as what it looks like now, preseason and all that type of stuff, it don't matter. But when it's all said and done and, oh, he won the triple crown and he was a leading receiver the year before that too and then he comes to the if i go to the combine you know he's 210 pounds he's gonna run four four whatever like th- mm-hmm. those are things that you can't argue with but you can argue with the school i go to of course you can argue with that but as far as the body of work you can't you can't argue with the body of work because i'm gonna play against i already played against auburn i'm gonna play against ohio state i played against michigan state uh i didn't play the whole season against them but one game you know that's not my day-to-day competition so i'm gonna have to to the to you know to the public i'm gonna have to raise my level of play to play against somebody like that uh yeah i don't worry about the uh the politics behind it and all that stuff i just keep my head down and i i continue to work as hard as i can and push the people around me to do the same hey man don't even think we don't even worry about where you go to school at bro randy moss went to marshall you know freaking uh antonio brown went to a small school these yep. guys were T-O, dominant jerry forces yeah, jerry rice all players. these guys great wide receivers great yeah. nfl players great you know just people all around did amazing absolutely. things at small schools and had a great career absolutely let all that stuff just roll right off your back man because i don't give a shit what anybody says your stats your tape that's all that it's out there for the world to see if they don't want to see it that's their problem because yes, you I, you are the dude right now, man. I'm telling you, you have you are you are in my book easily in the argument of being the number one wide receiver this year. And I I know you, regardless of what I say, your play is going to prove it this year, man. I can't wait to see it. Thank you, I appreciate you. I appreciate that honestly. Thank you so much. It, and honestly, to me, it means so much when people actually see see the work, and you know they don't just subside it just because I go to this school. You know, uh, that honestly irritates me more than nothing. When people people talk about oh this person this person i'm like cut on the tape look at the numbers like i don't even got to go i don't want to go back and forth with anyone just cut on the tape and look at the numbers and make your own decision from there and you commented that on our post and and the thing is though like it's not even just the numbers like i see when you get touchdowns if there's any uh, anything a person can do to fire me up is like seeing you flex and screaming at the (laughs) crowd i'm like which wall do you want me to run through (laughs) 
And I'm, no, I'm not going to joke. Like, I'm all about I, – I love fiery players. Like, Jabril Peppers, that's on his team, very fire, fiery player. Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time, fiery Absolutely. player. Shut up, Matt. I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> well, here you go talking about Patriots again. Matt, oh, you, can, you have two pictures of the man on your wall. You That's can't a fact. Yeah, he's, he's right there, which, of course, I love him. But, like, we, he, 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 he doesn't get to control what team he gets Malachi. picked to, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but, like, like we talked about, I want to I wanna touch on something you talked about, uh, you know, in, your, in one of your last answers, Malachi, is, is how much of a business that – or how much of a, a politics and stuff like that college football is. That's what I try to I, – I, I actually coach baseball now, so I coach a lot of kids who go to, you know, who go to college and, and are looking at, you know, looking at different schools. And that's the first thing I tell them is that, you know, when you get to college, especially now with NIL deals yeah. and stuff like that, it's literally a business. You a know, business, this, this is all – this is all a business. And at the end of the day – you know, how much your, your, your college coach, you know, cares about you. And I'm sure that, you know, a lot of co- uh, college coaches and, and I'm sure yours do care about you a lot, but Absolutely. at the end of the day, it's a business. So if you're not putting up the numbers, if you're not doing what you're supposed to do on the field, they ain't going to put you on the field. They're not going to trust you, trust you to put you on the field. So Absolutely. that's what I tell a lot of the kids that I work with is listen, at the end of the day, you know, if you could be you know, whatever you are, the production yeah. is what it's going to be, you know? So it's that's what, what you got to be able to do. You got to be able to get on that field and you got to produce. And you certainly do that with the, with the numbers that, uh, with the numbers that you have. So, uh, but I wanted to put you on the spot right here, Malachi. Okay. I did it with coach Steph when we interviewed him last time. I want to put you on the spot. Okay. So you can either do a top five all time receivers or a top five current receivers. Okay. I want, I want a list. Okay. Tell me what that list looks like. Either a top five all time receivers or a top five current receiver. Let's, let's do current. Let's do current. Okay. <laughs> okay. So as far as being the most, all right. So one, He's been the most consistent over the over the time being. For me, consistency, you got to stack the good days. Uh, Devontae, can't argue. Mm-hmm. I, for me, you can't argue with Devontae Adams. You know, um, even he had he had uh, Aaron Rodgers. But even with Derek Carr, he went, he went ballistic with Derek Carr, too. Uh, mm-hmm. You can't argue with production. Uh, second, uh, Jettis, Justin Jefferson, he – if Devontae Adams hadn't put the body of work over the years he had, then Jefferson would be one. So if I went off a season, it would be Jefferson. Uh, but number two, I got to put Jefferson just because he's just like, he moves so silky smooth. He's so deceptive with his routes. Uh, taller will go up on your head. It don't matter. He can do it all uh, fast and real smooth. Three, for me, I'm just going to say three for Diggs, but just because I love Diggs' story. He's not, all right, he's not, he's not the, I think Chase is better than him. But I think that Diggs for me, for me, I'm gonna pick Diggs in my number three, just because I love Diggs' story uh, about how he gambled on himself, bet on himself, uh, his upbringing, and all that type of stuff. I just, I, I love Diggs' story, and the fact that he's not the biggest guy, but he plays that outside X number one receiver like it's nothing, you know. Uh, and he gets off all day long. Uh, four, I'm gonna put Chase there just because Chase is a, Chase is. Uh, He's fast as I don't know what, but he's also a physical and bruising receiver, too, who breaks a lot of tackles, a lot of yak from him. Uh, and then I got to put Debo just because uh, Debo didn't, mm. wasn't his most productive year this last year. Uh, but I'm going to go and pick Debo at five. Uh, I know everybody wonders why I don't pick Cup in my five. Cup is just not my my mm. cup of tea. He's not Cup is not my cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> That's Cup's cool. not my Thank you for that, Malachi, because that's going to be on a short now. Cup's just not my cup of tea, and that's what he's going to say at the bottom. Not my cup of tea, Malachi Corley. Well, the 
Well, the well, the one I was going to bring up, I was surprised you didn't bring up Tyree Kill. That was the that was that was the one that I was gonna the the, the one that I was gonna oh, mention. Oh my god, I didn't even think, I didn't even think of I didn't even think of him. I didn't even think. But of him. it's like slicing uh, hairs at this point because it is. It's like, there's a lot of good receivers. It's there's so much talent, and then like Malachi Corley is just about to take over the NFL soon. So it's like <laughs> the list is just going to get a little disruptive. And I got biased so Rob, now since you came on here. What's up? So, Rob, you actually <laughs> led me perfect to my final question for Malachi. So, this is kind of a – obviously, we talked about you being a, you being a, um, a, a highly – you know, you, you want to be a day one pick. And, I, you know, I can see that with your tape. And, and we, we all see that with the tape and the production. So, this is kind of a pre-draft question. Okay? So, I'm sure you'll get, you'll get this when it comes kind of closer to that time. But Absolutely. I want you to pretend like I'm an NFL GM. Okay? We're having our pre-draft okay. interview. Okay, what kind of player and what kind of person am I getting if I draft Malachi Corley? As far as a, <laughs> as far as a person, you're 100 percent undeniably getting a hardworking person who is a leader, and I don't say the leader in his actions. I'm a leader in my words. I bring the best out of the people around me. 100 uh, percent consistent as it gets. Always keep my head down, and I'm always going to be working. Uh, being a good leader in the community, uh, being a person who's a family. And uh, a person who comes from love. But as far as me being a player, as far as me being a player, the type of player you're getting, I have a play. I'm a, I feel like I'm a unicorn. I have a play style that that's not been seen a lot. You don't see it in college football, uh, which is why, you know, I got the most yak uh, in in the PFF era. And I have the most broken tackles in the PFF era. Like those are things that haven't been done yet. So I feel like I have a play style that's unlike anyone else's, but I can still do the things that everyone else can do at the same efficiency that can do it. But I just have another aspect of my game that other people don't have. Uh, I feel like my ability to want to block, I I could show y'all clips on clips of me literally throwing, I, I call it throwing people out the club as far as blocking. <laughs> I done thrown people on their ass like it's nothing. Um, blocking, I have a willingness to block. Uh, if you're going to throw a screen, I advise to throw it behind me. If you want to run the ball, run it behind me uh, as a receiver. Uh, and I can catch the ball deep. I can catch it short. Uh, and I have no issues uh, being an unselfish player and cheering for my teammates as well. Uh, but, yeah, as far as my play style, I have a play style that's not like anyone else's, and I feel like that will be very apparent when the draft when draft time comes, when people really start diving into my film. You, you won't see people making some of the plays that I make. Yeah, I, I don't go out there and try to make everyone miss every single play, but one way or another I'm going to break a tackle at some point. I don't gotta. I don't gotta joke. I don't gotta juke ten thousand people or nothing like that because I can run through contact or I can juke people. Uh, and as far as going against linebackers, I don't block them. I don't ran them over. Uh, so I don't. I don't uh, feel like as far as physically, I don't have any faults physically. Uh, as far as being shying away from contact or anything like that, I, I would consider myself a very physical receiver uh, with also a lot of speed to his game as well. Hey, um, you guys. Hey, I want to draft you now. Yeah. Make make the call. Yeah, I want to draft you too, Malachi. But I'm going to say I'm going to say something to you. You're a big tape guy. You like highlights. There's a there's a highlight of Chad Ochocinco going across the middle, thinking he can hit Ray Lewis, and he goes over to the sideline. And his wide receiver coach goes, "You can't be banging in there with them big boys." And Chad, so I thought I could hit him. That was Ray Ray. Yeah. I'm gonna do what that coach said. You can't go in there and hit with them big boys all the time. All right, you gotta stay healthy. We need you out there, man. But I love Absolutely. everything you said, dude. It's so hard to find a wide receiver that wants to go out there and block and is good at blocking and can be a useful in the run game. And so many teams are looking for that on top of the things you can do running your routes with the ball in your hand. So yeah, I'm drafting you. Don't even worry about that, dude. I'm gonna put that ticket in right now. 
<laughs> Please, you. like, um, so I'm going to edit this and I'm going to make sure I do it to due diligence. If you need to send this to people, send it to people because, like, they yeah. need to know what, like, just, just a stand up individual, not even just the fact that you just want to contribute for your team, how you conduct yourself as an individual. I know I'm joking around just to make it a, a entertaining interview, but the fact is that, like, I'm not even joking. If, if I had to make the pick, you are an embodiment of what someone needs to be on and off the field. Thank you. I appreciate that. Absolutely. No we appreciate problem. you, man. Joe, yeah, Joe and Rob, you got anything else for Malachi? Uh, man, all I got to say is, bro, when uh, April 2024 rolls around, your name goes off day one, uh, there's going to be a hype video uh, welcoming you to the NFL from all the people here at the house call. So you'll be uh, looking for that I on all of you. our social media platforms, man. We'll be I tagging you in that stuff, everything. You best you best believe it. Appreciate y'all. I thank y'all so much for this interview. And it's been a really good experience meeting y'all and getting to interact with y'all's personalities and things like that. And I'm so glad that I was allowed to be on here with y'all. Thank you so much. For sure. We appreciate you, man. We appreciate you. So be sure to follow at Malachi Corley on Instagram. It's at Corley Malachi on Twitter. It's at Malachi Corley. The, the L is replaced for a one on TikTok. He also has, like we mentioned before, a website for merch, the link of which is in his Instagram bio. It is fanart.com backslash collections backslash Malachi dash Corley. And all of that will be in the description. Malachi, is that it? Or is there anything else you want to plug or anyone you want to shout out? Uh, shout out to my mom. I just want to shout out my mom for being the loving mother that she is. She prays for me every day and I'll give her the world very soon. That's all I got. Let's go. We appreciate you, man. Thank you so much for, for coming on with us today. I'm going to give a quick shout out to all of our sponsors real quick. And Rob's going to make fun of me because I'm going to talk really fast. We're gonna, The first one I'm going to pick is Liquid IV. Go get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use your code at the checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use the promo code, the underscore house, underscore call, underscore podcast at liquidiv.com. Watermelon Liquid IV is my personal go-to. I lift weights. I got two outdoor jobs here on Maui. It's super humid. The sun's always out. My pasty white ass does not do well in the sun. Okay, I get three times the electrolytes with liquid IV, and I get the great taste. So use the promo code and hit the link in the description liquid to go get IV. some. Yes, liquid IV. Go we get you that. That helps me out a lot. Now. We gotta send them our yeah, code yeah. now. Yeah, discounts. <laughs> gotta send you that code. It's better than Gatorade. I guarantee it. We also are sponsored <laughs> by StubHub. No matter the event, StubHub has the tickets for you. StubHub sports, concert, and theater tickets as low as six dollars. We got the NBA finals going on. NFL. If you want to go watch some Western Kentucky football and watch Malachi Corley ball out. Go to StubHub and get your tickets there. So hit the link in the description to get your tickets today at StubHub. We are also sponsored by SportMemorabilia.com, the one-stop shop to get all your authentic sporting merchandise. I got a couple jerseys from there, some hats, a pullover-type long sleeve. I know Rob is going to get his Patriots Malachi Corley jersey when eventually uh, he gets drafted to the Patriots on SportMemorabilia.com. There is lots of awesome stuff there. So hit the link in the description to get all your merchandise at SportMemorabilia.com. And if you are a bro who gets up real early like I am, and need a coffee company that's not only going to provide you with everything from award-winning roasts to your necessary quite equipment, your espresso machines, your grinders, your filters, to your recipes, as well as a coffee-to-water ratio calculator. Go to Coffee Bros website, whose link is in our description, to get everything that you need that is coffee-related. So go get Coffee Bros, bro. And don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe. We appreciate all your feedback. Comment down below how great of an interview Malachi was. Malachi, again, we appreciate you so much for being on with us. Be sure to follow us on all of our social media platforms as well, at The House Call Sports. Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, Spotify, and Twitter, our merch and meet the crew, as well as blogs. That is all up on our website. Our website is www.thehousecall.com. Malachi, again, we appreciate you so much for being on with us, and that's going to be it for us. Peace. Let's go. Thank you. Appreciate y'all.